Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be having a villain's dinner party. Whoop, whoop. Favorite Disney villains are coming for dinner. So, <laughs> so this should be fun. We're going to talk about the uh, animated villains that we would invite to our dinner party. But before we get into that, let's talk about the Disney news for the week. So Disney announced that a lot more entertainment is going to be coming back to the parks. So there's going to be character meet and greets coming back. So there's been cavalcades. There's kind of been social distanced photo ops. But it sounds like the more one-to-one character interactions will be back. They'll still be distanced, so you won't be able to go and hug your favorite characters yet. But you'll be able to have... Uh, kind of more one-on-one time with them. So Disney specifically mentioned that Princess Fairytale Hall will be opening back up soon. The princesses will be there. Mickey Mouse will be at Hollywood Studios at the Red Carpet Dreams. Uh, Mickey will be at Town Square with his new iridescent Yay! outfit. Yeah, which is really exciting. Yeah, so a lot of uh, you know characters coming back. Uh, Yeehaw Bob is coming back October 14th, um, along with other entertainment in the parks. And the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular is coming back December 19th, uh, among other things. So it really seems like Disney, uh, now that the 50th has started, is really kind of ramping up in-park entertainment, character meet and greets. It almost seems like by the end of the year, maybe early next year, the parks will be pretty close back to normal. I think the only thing we're missing is like a full-on parade. Yeah, have fireworks and full-on character like meet and greets as well. Yeah, where you could actually like, like hug, touch them. And hug yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I don't know if they ever would want yeah, to get back to that. You and I were talking about this, how we thought, you know, you could probably move people a lot quicker through and still have a meaningful interaction without actually touching the characters. We are wondering, you know, if they will actually decide to bring it back in the way that we were kind of used to before. Yeah, that and also, you know, there's a lot of stories from old cast members that. I mean, a lot of times, especially the face characters will yeah, get like harassed by guests and stuff like that. And that I'm sure they enjoy that there's some distance between them and the guests. Right. And so from a cast member safety perspective, I could see this staying longer. Because again, if you can go up and you can talk to Cinderella or Ariel uh, or Jasmine or someone like that where... You know, you're maybe a couple feet away from them. You can still have kind of that exchange. Your little kid can say, hey, I'm talking to a princess, but yet they can feel a little bit safer because they have some distance from people. I could see that being the new way of character meet and greets, at least for a long time. And also people can't say anything nasty to them kind of below their breath so that, you know, they can't hear. If you're going to say something to them, you're going to have to say it loud enough that many people are going to hear you. It'll probably eliminate that. Yeah, and uh, let's be honest here. I mean, just don't harass the cast members at Disney in general. Yeah. Any of the cast members, characters, cast members. I mean, there's a lot of people fighting over merchandise now. You know, be nice to the cast members. They're there doing their job. Like, there's no merchandise uh, worth fighting over. Uh, or, you know, anybody at their job does not need to feel unsafe. I was just going to say, I'm going to take this even a step further. Let's just not harass anyone. True. Very, <laughs> very true. Exactly. But yeah, but so it's exciting that a lot more of the entertainment's coming back. There's a lot of the the international acts coming back to Epcot. So I really think going to the parks over the next couple of months, it's going to have a very different feel to it than it has had the past year and a half where there has not been entertainment. There's not been... You know, fireworks shows, again, er, have been back in the past couple of months, but, you know, those were not there, uh, you know, six months ago. And so 
it's going to have a different vibe to it. You're going to have more people in the parks. It's going to feel more like pre-pandemic time. So it'll be interesting to see the parks once a lot of this comes back versus what it was like a few months ago even. Right, right. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot more full and seem a lot more magical. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that happening. Yeah, definitely. And the last piece of news is around Marvel and their Disney Plus shows. So there is now rumors that they are working on an Agatha spinoff, that she will get her own show on Disney Plus. I'm assuming this is going to be some sort of prequel to WandaVision. So kind of the word on the street is that the uh, WandaVision writer and creator will be the one kind of leading this show. Um, If anybody has seen WandaVision, um, she's kind of locked in that character by the end of it. And so I could see this as more of a prequel because she is a multi-hundred-year-old witch. So there's a lot of story, a lot of backstory on kind of her life. And so I I could see that being the story. But this is exciting because Catherine Hahn was great. I think Agatha is a great character. Yeah, and I think she enjoyed... I I feel like I remember seeing that she enjoyed playing that character, but... I mean, I don't I don't think Disney would ever do this. But one of my most fascinating things I think about history is the Salem Witch Trials. And I know they pulled that in. It would be so fascinating if they pulled that like kind of origin story and like brought that to life in Salem, Massachusetts. I think it's too dark for Disney, but. Well, we already got that. I mean, you kind of showed that in WandaVision as kind of her origin. So I don't think they revisit that. But I could see it being something of her going through time almost in kind of how they how they set up like that the Loki show was going to be kind of Loki going through various historical events and he did slightly because he was traveling through time with the TVA I mean you could kind of play that that Agatha was involved in different events throughout history because again she was actually alive through them all and it, it could be you know kind of seeing how she got to power or to your point maybe it is pre- kind of Salem witch trials because that was when she was at her full power. Maybe it's how she became a witch. And, um, you know, I'm sure they will try to make her more sympathetic that, you know, she was mm-hmm. somehow tricked into becoming a witch and stuff like that and, and kind of give her a, a more, you know, full backstory that, yeah, you're right. Maybe it leads up to that point that we do see uh, in WandaVision. But you knew she was going to come back because she was such a great character. And you knew they kind of left her on the table that it was probably gonna be a future movie or something like that. And maybe it still is. But again, I think this is just goes to show that Disney plus is kind of like an open slate for them. And where a lot of these things, like she would never have gotten her own movie, but they can make a, you know, six part series on Disney plus and give her a lot more backstory and people will love it. My only comment, just drop all the episodes. Let me binge it. That's, that's what I always want in all of these things is to make them you know, bingeable. But hopefully this, this works out. Again, it sounds like it's, it's early phases. You know, Maybe we'll see some of this on Disney Plus Day where Marvel talked about future projects that are going right. to be coming up. Maybe we'll get to see you know, an, an official announcement or some first look footage of this. Um, so we'll see what happens. But it's pretty exciting to hear. Yeah, I think Agatha became a very beloved character that people wanted to know more about. So I think that they have a lot of runway to play with here and also a built-in fan base for her. Yeah, definitely. And Catherine Hahn's amazing. So, yeah. Definitely. All right, so let's jump into our main topic this week. So we're having a dinner party, and they say, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. So we decided, why not invite all those Disney villains to that dinner party and have a, have a good time? And here's my question. What's for dinner? Because I think this plays into it. <laughs> when you're having a dinner party, and this is all going to be animated villains. So we're right. keeping it to the animated series. But when I'm, when I'm thinking about this, you got to think about what are you having for dinner? Kind of what's the theme of the night? 
And you also need to think about how your guests are going to interact with each other. So it's not only a matter of who do you want to be there? Like which villains would you like to be there? But you also have to think about how are they going to interact with each other? Because you don't want to get villains that are going to clash because that's going to ruin the whole dinner party. So, so there's definitely there's some thought you got to put into this. You, you want to make sure that not only are they going to be good for the party, but that they're going to interact well with each other. Because you don't want to have like a, a real housewife situation where people start flipping tables and everything. Or maybe you do. I was just going to say, it might be that. kind of entertaining to see. Maybe you want that at your dinner party. So that's exactly. What are you going for? What's the mood you're going for? That's how this all kind of comes into play here. So for right. me, I definitely don't, I don't want that. I don't want conflict. I kind of want, you know, uh, an interesting conversation. I want a good conversation. I want people to get along and have a good time. Because again, you know, even though they're villains, it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> they're always villains. You know, like if you talk about Wreck-It Ralph, just because you're a bad guy, doesn't make you a bad guy. You know, well, they have true. they have a support group. So Villains are people too. So I'm going for a more low key night. Are you going for chaos? I, you know what? I am going for also more low key because I picked some of the least threatening. Well, some of them are the least threatening villains that Disney has ever had. Okay. All right. So you went like, they're barely villains. You want borderline villains, right? <laughs> and before we jump into our picks for who we're inviting to our dinner party, we definitely would love to hear what our listeners' picks are and what they think of ours. Um, so be sure to head over to our oh, Facebook page, Enchanted Ears, over on Facebook, uh, and let us know in the comments on who, which villains you'd invite to your dinner party and kind of what you think of our picks. All right, so Angela, who are you inviting, though, to your dinner party? Okay, so I was thinking of basically having five guests here. So... I think that the best guests for us, for us to have over or for me to have over, I guess. Oh, you're inviting me to your dinner party? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I was going to say, for mine, there's definitely more guests than just these villains. These, right, are right. Kind of, these are like the celebrity guests here. You know, right. like you have like your normal friends, but then you got to have a couple celebrity guests mixed in there. They're, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, again, I mean, I, think I put a lot of thought into this dinner party. I, see, my thought was it would be... You'd have they would be like the celebrities, but it would be like an intimate gathering. You know, I would allow a couple people to come to it. You know, people who are fans, people that would enjoy being around them. But I want to be able to be in the thick of it and to know exactly everything that's going on. It'll be like the backyard again. No, into the thick of it. No, no. So I was thinking that at my dinner party, first of all. I want somebody who's going to be able to maintain some order. You know, if something goes awry, I want someone who I can rely on to kind of bring it back down. And so here's where I have my least villainous of villains, which is Wreck-It Ralph, actually, which you mentioned. Ralph's not a villain. Well, yeah, but he kind of he kind of right, is right. though. He's a villain of his game. So I think that if we have for like Re half a movie, and then he becomes the hero. But well, okay, but, all right. But 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 he is the villain. You know, so I think that having him there would be good insurance and he's big and bulky and muscular. He's kind of like the bouncer. And I mean, I think that he would be great because he just seems like a really nice guy. I think that he has exactly, a big heart. He's not a villain. So I think he would be great to have around to keep the other people so he's in your check. Muscle. He's your he's muscle my, he's my to muscle. make sure the villains don't get out of line. Exactly. See, I, I look at this as... Because I'm not the muscle for sure. I, again, I look at this as they're villains. They're coming in though. But they're, again, they're not villainous people they're not the working time. they're yeah, not working yeah it's like we're just old friends 
having a dinner party. Like they're not going to be out here trying to take over the world in the middle of this dinner. But uh, hey, you, you apparently know. are worried about that, so you're going to have Ralph. Well, listen, okay. I don't give trust to people who don't, who don't necessarily deserve it. So I'm I'm going to go with yeah, wreck it, wreck it. Ralph was my first guess. My next dinner guest would be Teka because um, so that's the villain in Moana. And I thought that she would be interesting because I think that she is a very interesting villain because she's really not the villain. You know, it was that her heart was stolen from her. And so she was sad and upset. And so um, I think that she would be, first of all, interesting because she's a lava monster. Uh, I think we'd have to, you know, have this dinner party outside because otherwise an outdoor party. Apparently, Your house would be completely just destroyed. She's going to fit into it. All right. You could have the dinner party on her. She's a giant island. Well, yeah, not no. as a lava monster. Right, right. She's on but, a boat next but my to plan, her. my plan would be to return the heart to her. You know, maybe Moana could have a, a guest appearance during the the uh, dinner because then you think about it, Tefiti would be the perfect, the perfect dinner guest because then you have her bounty. I mean, she's an island. She she's the one that kind of makes sure everything is going well. Uh, and that the island is the islands are flourishing. So you know we could have some coconuts. We could have some other stuff. You know she could just add to the delicious smorgasbord that we're gonna have. I don't think you understand how this works because so far you've picked two people who are not villains to your villains dinner party. You basically said I want Ralph, who's a good guy, and you basically said I want Tafiti there. Well, I'm not gonna invite Frollo. I don't know. It's villains. It's, it seems like you're inviting a bunch of nice people. Well, continue. All right. Let's see. So who else is coming know. to this well, uh, non-villain also, villain dinner listen, party? I didn't even finish yet. I also would, I want to know more about her. You know, I want to know about her transformation. How, how cognizant of her behavior was she as Teka? Like, I want to talk to her. I think that she is very interesting and I think that she would, you know, have a lot of wise words and wisdom because she's pretty old, too. She's basically like Mother Earth kind of sort of. So I think that that would be a really interesting dinner guest to have. So my next dinner guest, so going up the evil scale, would be Yzma and Kronk. So now we are officially in, yeah, like some, you know, bad people zone. Uh, Yzma is not great. But Kronk, you know, Kronk is just her henchmen. Watch your drinks with her. That's all it, I got Well, say. yeah. Well, that's what I was think- thinking is, you know, Kronk can act as our waiter. He can kind of help out and, you know, he did, have yeah. some He's really good yep. good hijinks and, you know, kind of provide us with some laughs. And then, you know, hopefully he doesn't poison any of the drinks. But if he does, I think it'd be kind of fun to live a day as a llama or a couple days as a llama. So I would be not too particularly opposed to it. I wouldn't have to go to work. So that would be a great excuse to send into work. You know, excuse me. I'm sorry. I had to I had to a miss a couple today. days. I'm a llama. Okay. Exactly. I don't so, know if they believe that, but okay. You know what? If it's the truth, then I know it in my heart. It's all that matters. So I think that, that would be really interesting, fun to talk to her, talk, fun to talk to her about how she planned on, you know, overthrowing Cusco and taking over Cusco, Cusco-topia. You know, talk to her about how cognizant she was of the fact that Cusco was really horrible. I, I just think that she would be interesting and she's not so bad that she wouldn't, I don't, I, I don't, I wouldn't feel threatened by her particularly. So yeah, I think that they would make really interesting, an interesting pair and Kronk would just keep us laughing the whole night. And then my final dinner guest straight in like the evil zone. But again, I feel like he, and this, again, this is why we have to have our party on the outside would be Hades because I wouldn't want him lighting my house on fire. Hades, I think would be a great party guest. He's funny. 
he could do party tricks. I mean, he could just like produce fire out of nowhere. I think I would probably once maybe make him mad just to see him turn red and flare up a little bit. I think that would be pretty fun. I don't think he really particularly cares about you as a human being because you're beneath him. He's a god. But at the same time, I don't really feel like he, again, doesn't really care about you. So he's not going to try to harm you. He's he's just going to, you know, have some fun, fun. We'll have fun japes and enjoy our food. And I think he would round out my dinner party perfectly. Interesting. So you picked a couple people who really aren't villains. And then you picked Hades. And your rationale for that is, well, he doesn't even care about me. So he just seems like a good person to tag along. <laughs> Very interesting. I think that's a good group. Again, you got some you got some heroes in there, but okay. I mean, it was a little a little from. questionable. My first two are a little questionable. I understand, but I do think that uh, you know, I, we can make it work. Yeah. All right. I I went villains. All right. I got a, I got a nice dinner party, and again, I looked at it as, hey, these people are there. They're my guests. So to your point on Hades, he doesn't care about you. No, these people are all there to have a good time. It's about them interacting with each other, talking about their villainous plans, talking with me, talking about my other guests. We're having some drinks, some hors d'oeuvres, some apps. It's a good time. It is just a good time what are you all serving? around. That's what I said. I mean, what food do you serve? I think it's, I think it's finger foods. I think you, you got to keep it light. You got to keep it so people can be mobile. You don't want to have like a sit down and people <laughs> are locked in to where they are. You want them to kind of just be open floor plan. I'm thinking we have so this. This is why you have to invite Yzma and Kronk because then Kronk can walk around with the trays. Yeah. See, I, I think we're having this in kind of like an old industrial warehouse. You know how like they convert oh. those, they convert those into like, you know, very posh uh-huh. places. People have like wedding receptions there. I'm thinking that a lot of exposed brick, kind <laughs> of that like exposed ventilation. Again, very open floor plan, a lot, a lot of room to mingle. It sounds like, like you're having a wedding. This is like a wedding. No, it's venue. a dinner party. It's it's a it's a dinner party. I have an apartment. I this have is a, like a gala. I have a very. It could be. It could be a, a, a gallery opening or something. But I I have an apartment with a with a very open floor plan, exposed brick. It's very expensive. Uh, it's in New York. Um, you know, on some skyscraper of a tower. It cost me a lot of money, but it was worth it to rent it out for this night. Okay, because this is going to be the dinner party to end all dinner parties. Okay. Yeah, well, it might end after all these villains being in one place. No, no, they're good. Again, they're going to mix well with each other. They're going to mix well. I don't know if you can know that. All right. So I agree with you with Hades. He's definitely one I would want to invite as well. Uh, He he seems just like a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Plus, he's a god. Uh, Again, he's a villain, but he doesn't... He's kind of not outwardly aggressive to people. So I think he would yeah, make Yeah, he just well. wanted something. He just felt like he was, you know, put in a bad situation by Zeus. So I think that he wasn't particularly, I don't want to say he wasn't a bad guy, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't be aggressive to humans. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely a villain, but his qualm is kind of more with Zeus and the other gods and not necessarily with with people and things but i think he would be good plus i think he'd have some good stories he hangs out with a lot of dead people so i'm sure he's got (laughs) some like juicy stories about a lot of people you never know maybe he brings the fates along maybe they make a a guest appearance and they they do some premonitions about us and tell us about our future when we're gonna die and stuff like that like who knows like you never know i don't want that fun little like party games you know what i'm saying like but it's going to be cryptic. That's a fun little party it's game. Gonna, it's hey, gonna, when are you going to die? No, but it's going to be cryptic. It's going to be like a cryptic premonition. That it, sounds horrifying. No, it's, it's I uninvite good. him to mine now. It's going to be good. All right. <laughs> but he might bring panic and pain. But I, so I, I, think he, I think he'd be good to hang out with. Kind of going on that line, I'm going to invite Jafar as well. Because mm. I think Jafar is a good addition. I think he and Hades would get along well. And also, Jafar, good entertainment. 
He can do magic, sorcery. He can he can do some magic tricks with them. And I think, like to your point, you know, Hades can kind of make fire appear, and you know, he, he can do some tricks as well. Being a god, I'm sure he has some secrets that we don't know about. Um, but definitely, I think Jafar is good. You can talk about what it's like being, you know, trying to overthrow the Sultan and things like that. And again, Iago's maybe there, so he can, you know, he can kind of talk. And and again, I think that's a it's just like a good party. They, they feel like like cool people, especially with Iago and yeah. Hades. They seem like cool people just to be at a party. And that Jafar can do magic, I think, is a plus because that's just free entertainment right there. Because you need some entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You, you need a little bit of entertainment in this party, too. I feel like your party didn't have much entertainment. Uh, it was very like much like we're going to talk about how much did you know was going on? Well, first of all, you're, you're, like, yours is a thinking party. Mine's is going to be like a lot of fun. You don't want, you're pooping on my party right now. You're being a party pooper and I do not appreciate it. And Hades is there. And so you're talking about Jafar and his capabilities. Hades is a god. Yeah. You don't need Jafar at this part at my party to do party tricks because I ha- we already have Hades and we have a, a a god goddess of an island. She can produce stuff all the t- all over the place. But they so, never do. But t- but How do you know that? I I, I see them. I see my party in my brain like you see the party in your brain. All I right, think that's, that's unfair. I think, but Jafar in the movie definitely does magic, whereas like Hades doesn't as much. So, but I, I think they're two. I think they're two good ones. For my next guest, I'm gonna bring. And now this is I'm I'm kind of leaning into Pixar. I'm including that as as animation. But I'm gonna bring. Uh, I'm gonna invite Gabby Gabby from Toy Story because who doesn't love having a creepy doll around? I think, <laughs> I think that would be fun. Just having a creepy talking doll around. Okay. And maybe she could tell us, like, you know, what some other toys are thinking about. I'm giving Joe such a dirty look right now. But, but I think she'd be fine. Nobody wants a creepy doll But that's, it, that's the only reason I, I kind of bring her. But then <laughs> I'm also uh, going to invite Syndrome from The Incredibles because he's a villain, but he's basically like Iron Man. He's like a tech whiz. He built the, uh, the Omnidroids, and he has, like, all this super technology and he's a super villain. He has his own private volcano Island cave. And again, it's like having Iron Man there, but I can't invite Iron Man because Iron Man's a hero. He's not a villain. I need to invite villains to this party. So I'm inviting syndrome again. I mean, he, he plots to take over the world and stuff, but I think he would be cool to hang out with. I think he could bring some of the tech he's working on and we could, you know, kind of play with it. He could bring some like mini robots. They could be the servers. They could help serve the food. It would be interesting. You, you never know. Like he could do some demonstrations. Maybe something goes a little wrong. We all have a laugh. It's a good time. I mean, I really see this group like just really mixing well so far. I RSVP no to this because somebody's going to end up die- that, dead. That's fine. I, to your party. Nobody said you were invited. And again, they're not going to be bad people at the party. They're, they're here how, hanging out. How do villains you know? can't be villains all the time. Sometimes they just got to kick back and relax and enjoy life. And they're doing it at my party. I, I actually think that this would be a great Disney series of like villains on their off days when they're just yeah. kick, kicked back in their slippers. They have little bunny slippers. Yeah, at my loft party. It's going to be great. I'm telling you, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tremendous. They're just wearing like baseball caps and stuff instead of their normal like villains yeah. garbs. <laughs> All right, like Hades is Hades is just a visor because he's burned through the top of his cap. Exactly, <laughs> it's like Guy Fieri. Yeah. All right, and then my la- my, my last guest uh, from the villain group again. There's there's other people there. There's other you know 
just big names in, in, in the arts and music. Maybe Yo-Yo Ma, Yo-Yo Ma's playing. I haven't like figured all that yet, out yet. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. Lin-Manuel Miranda's at my party. Oh, uh, you know what? So. There you go. That's a good addition to the party. Yep. So, but sorry. Too bad he's going to come to mind when he hears all the cool people over at my party. Yeah. But whatever. Well, all right. whatever. All right. But my last guest is the Chernabog from Fantasia. He's kind of like a devil as well. So him and Hades may have a little bit of beef. But if you really think about him, this is kind of a deep cut now going back to the original Fantasia. But the Chernabog is essentially just like a DJ at a club. What does he do? He wakes up. He raises all the ghosts and skeletons and everybody from the dead. They have a dance party. Nobody gets hurt. And then they all go back to sleep. The, the guy is essentially just like a giant DJ. And so I think he would be great there. He, we're going to get a turntable for him. And he's just going to spin the beats. He's going to be in charge of the music all night. He's going to bring the ghosts and the ghouls. And it's and he's just going to really liven up the dance floor. Because when you have a party. No, no, no. You mean deaden up the dance floor. That works too. Because when you have a party, you got to get people dancing. The worst thing you can have, the, the, the nail in the coffin to any party is if nobody's out there on the dance floor. I agree to that. If I have this party and nobody's out there dancing, everybody's going to say, I mean, Joe's party was cool and all, but nobody was dancing. I mean, it wasn't wasn't that good. I mean, sure, the the food was okay and everything, and you know, Jafar did some magic tricks, but but nobody was dancing. I mean, what what, what did he do wrong? I'm bringing Chernabog. He is going to get that dance floor popping so up. so hard that everybody's going to be like, "Did you see Joe's party? The dance floor was nonstop. Those people they were dying on the dance floor. It was so good, <laughs> and and it's going to be great. And then it's, it's just going to be the cherry on top." Plus, I also want to talk to the Chernabog because in Fantasia, he didn't talk. We really didn't get to, to hear his side of the story. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about him. And also, I want to talk to him about this because in researching this episode on the Disney villains Wikipedia pages about the history of all of these villains, the Chernabog makes an appearance in one of the books of the Kingdom Keeper series which I really did not know much about this book series. We may have to do a whole episode on it because this sounds incredible. Because in the book, it is revealed that he has been trapped by Disney Imagineers in the form of the Yeti at Expedition Everest. What? And that Maleficent frees him. They fly out of the mountain uh, and escape the park. So canonically, in this book series, he is trapped in the Yeti at Expedition Everest. And so I have to ask him about that story. I just think that's incredible. I think that is a is cool he like a ghost little or a demon tidbit. that he's like I don't possessed know. Again, I got I need to do more research on this Kingdom Keepers book series now because if if stuff like this is happening in this book series, I need to read it and know I about it. I feel like it. you and I need to have a book club. Yes, we, we definitely need to have a book club about this. But so I want to ask about that. And there's also some instances, I forget uh, what show he was in, but I was reading that there's also a time where he was on and he told people he was afraid of the dark. So he's a very complicated creature that I would love to get more into the psyche of. So that's why I want him there. But I also want him there to keep the dance floor popping. So how do I you think, know he speaks English? How do I know he speaks English? I mean, obviously he does. It's in these series. He can talk to people. Somebody's able to communicate with them. But I think it's going to be great. I think overall, this is a great group of people. It's going to mix well. You're going to have entertainment. You're going to have music. You're going to have, 
you know, people just discussing plans on the most efficient way to take over the world. It's going to be a great time. Again, Yo-Yo Ma's going to be there. Lin-Manuel's leaving your party. He's coming to mine. We're going to have a whole Hamilton sing-along. It's going to be great. I think I this is going to be like the party of the century. I like how your party is so aggressive that you actually plan it for the same day as my party. You're so rude and disrespectful. We are villains. This is what happens when you invite villains to a villain well, party Wreck-It and Ralph's not just going to come over and ruin your party, so... Nah. Yeah, you're not going to have any of your stuff. Ralph's they'll have to come back to mine if they leave you. If they leave mine to go to yours, yeah, we're we're good. We're good. Uh, so uh-uh. I don't know. I'm very excited about this dinner party. I think this is a good group. We have a good group too. Yeah, Again, yeah. you got some people that eh, aren't quite villains, but I think you got a good group as well. You're you're definitely you. Yours feels more of like a salon to me. Like you're going to be discussing like the be essence, doing doing hair like <laughs> like the essence of what it means to be a villain and almost like a villain reform party because again some of your villains became heroes in the end whereas mine is definitely just like yeah i want to get more into the psyche of them and have conversations as opposed to have a good time with them oh yeah we're just having like a full out party it's going till sundown to sun up it's going to be great where's this joe joe party animal coming from you gotta attract this level of villains there's a certain level they expect in a party I'm just giving it to him. I I, just, I, I can't help it. I, I will say though, I'm gonna cross some universes here, and I'm gonna invite Lucifer to mine, and then we'll just we'll just head on over to Lux, and it's it's all it's all, all right, good. That's DC. If it was Disney, <laughs> I'd allow it. It's DC. I will say the, the other person I'd want to invite to my party uh, is Venom, but he's not animated uh, because it, Venom is hilarious. So I will say, if you've not seen the new Venom movie, uh, it's very good. Go see it. Stay for after the credits because there is uh, a very important uh, post credits sting at the end there that kind of ties into some things. Um, so definitely be sure to watch that. But Venom is very funny. So if we ever do a live action version of this, I think Venom's coming to the party. Okay. Though you got to worry about because Venom does like to eat people. So that is the one yeah. thing you got to worry about. Yeah, I would be. I'd be very worried. But he can eat chocolate instead. So just have a chocolate fountain. I solved the problem. That's party planning. That is party planning right there. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think that kind of wraps it up for our dinner parties. Again, we would love to hear your thoughts on our dinner party guests and who you would invite to your villain's dinner party. So head over to our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears, and let us know over there. I will say, honorable mention, I wanted to invite Scar, but I was too afraid he'd eat everyone. Now, again, you got to look at it as Scar's there just to relax, have a good time. I'll let you add Scar because that really ups that ups yours. Yeah, I would. I would. You love, gotta Scar. I would love to have Scar there. I want to know about the emotional trauma of his childhood. You know, find out why it is that he. All he you want to do is ask these villains questions, right? I wanna. I wanna be the Doctor Linda. I wanna find out why they are the way they are and try to help them. I want to rehabilitate them and and just learn about them. I want to know everything about Taka, and I want to help him go back to Taka, not be scarred anymore. No, we're just having awesome party, mingle party games. Maybe some glow sticks come out at one point, turns into like a mini rave. It's going to be fun. I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.